Hello, this is Carl Mailer from the Let's Talk Sports podcast. Are you one of the many people like me who love to voice their opinions? Then, well, the Anchor app is for you. Me, myself, I love using the Anchor app because I love voicing my opinion about everything sports. If you would like to get started on your own podcast, you can go to anchor.fm slash start to make your own podcast. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Let's Talk Sports Podcast. I am your host, Carmelo. We talk all things sports. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I know I've been away for, for a couple of days, and, and, and I'm sorry about that. I, I've just, I, I've been just hearing everything that's been going on, <clears throat> excuse me, in the sports world. And there has been so much happening, so much within the last week. College football is officially back, and I and I'm still upset that my that my Texas football team. I I have two college teams, and if anyone knows me, they know that I like the Texas Longhorns and the Penn State Nittany Lions. My Texas Longhorns let me down two years in a row to the Maryland Terps. The first year, last year. In the new era of Tom Herman, and, and I will say this, anyone who knows college football knows that Tom Herman had a phenomenal coaching career at the University of Houston. Nothing to take away what Tom Herman did, but right now, I, I would be scared if I'm a Longhorns fan. This is two years in a row that you have lost to an ACC team, I'm sorry, not an ACC team, a Big Ten team. The first year, you lose 51-41 to in Austin, in your hometown. And then you lose, this past Saturday, 34-29, to two years in a row. And both years, and I've mentioned this, both years, Texas was ranked 23rd. And now, for the second straight year, going into week two of the season, Texas is not ranked. You know, uh, there was a lot of people saying that Texas, this is the year Texas contends for a playoff spot. And I've mentioned this before, ladies and gentlemen. I do not like the way the college football has done uh, done with this whole playoff format. Now, granted, I'm all about changing stuff up. I'm all about, you know, making the fans of college football happy. But clearly, you're trying to find three other teams right now because Alabama is going to be First first pick, they're going to be one of the four picks. And speaking of Alabama, I, I, I'm kind of, you know, I, I'm kind of upset at Nick Saban for his comments he made towards uh, Maria Taylor after Alabama's win over Louisville on Saturday night. You know, Nick Saban, there's, there's no reason for you to take your anger out on, on Maria Taylor. She was just asking a simple question like most of, most of us college fans we're going to ask, who are you going to start at quarterback? Because I will say this, Jalen Hurts, he did not look that good in the college football championship last year, but you bring in a, a now sophomore quarterback, and he stole the show. He was that good in the championship game last year. So, you know, th- this whole thing, with the Alabama quarterback situation, just start that young man, the sophomore. Just start him. 
But I, I kind of am upset with my Texas Longhorns, and I'm, and I'm kind of upset with my Penn State Nittany Lions. Appalachian State was going to put the Big Ten on upset alert. They were that close to putting the Big Ten on upset alert yet again. Because if anyone remembers, years ago, Appalachian State went into Ann Arbor in Michigan and beat the Michigan Wolverines. And one of the biggest upsets in college football history. One of the biggest upsets by far. But I am glad that college football is back. I just hope that Texas can rebound. I hope both Texas and Penn State can rebound this Saturday. The NFL is officially back. Tonight's game, the Atlanta Falcons and the Super Bowl defending champions Philadelphia Eagles go head-to-head tonight. Thursday Night Football on Fox and the NFL Network. Now, granted, I have to. I picked Atlanta to win this game, but it would not surprise me if Philadelphia wins this game. I honestly, I, I am not. I do not fear. I do not fear Philadelphia losing this game with Nick Foles. Even though Nick Foles did not have that well of a preseason. I, I I am not fearing that the Eagles are going to fold because really Atlanta I, I I wanted Atlanta to to at least try to get to the NFC championship game. And I mean they, they went past the uh Los Angeles Rams. But the Philadelphia Eagles, I don't know where this came out of last year, but they were just a shot out of the dark. And I've said this before many of times on previous podcast episodes. Carson Wentz would have definitely been the NFL MVP had it not been for him tearing his ACL in week 14 against the Los Angeles Rams. I do think that the Eagles are going, they're obviously the favorites to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl. But I'm not taking anything away from Atlanta in this game tonight. I really hope Atlanta pulls out a victory just because I picked them in both. Uh, and, and my, I just picked them to win. But it will not surprise me if the Eagles pull out because the Eagles have a top 10 defense. They might have a top 5 defense, possibly a top 3, but I'm not going to go there right now just because it's the first week of the season. But there's been so much news. Uh, me and one of my friends last night while I was at church, we were talking about the whole Khalil Mack uh, ordeal. You know, Khalil Mack, I do believe that he does deserve he does deserve that type of the type of pay that he got. Do I think that the Raiders could have easily matched anyone? I believe so. I believe so, but what hurts the Raiders is you got a quarterback in Derek Carr who has proven time and time again that he can be the franchise quarterback. And then you have the John Gruden situation that you signed him to a 10-year, it seemed like a big, uh, um, it was a mega deal. You bring back John Gruden. And obviously, and I, and I saw something yesterday, the reason why John Gruden came back was because he wanted to beat Tom Brady. He He still can't believe that Tom Brady is still playing at the age that he is. And if anyone remembers this whole situation with the John Gruden and Tom Brady ordeal, you go back to that 
that AFC Championship game between the Patriots and the Raiders back in 2001. It was a snowy, snowy, snowy football game. And Charles Woodson went and hit Tom Brady, but the refs, it it was the whole, the Tom Brady, I, I call it the Tom Brady fumble ordeal. Because you you couldn't, it seems like the refs wanted the Patriots to go to the Super Bowl that year. And the Patriots ended up winning the Super Bowl that year. One of Tom Brady's five Super Bowl rings. And I do feel like Tom Brady is going to try to play until he gets a sixth Super Bowl ring. But back to the whole Khalil Mack ordeal. I was actually quite shocked the Bears got Khalil Mack. Because the Bears are one of those teams in the NFC North that I don't think it's going to compete. Even with Khalil Mack added to your defense, I still am kind of skeptical on the whole Mitch Trubisky quarterback situation. I think, you know, you look at what the what the Bears had last year. The Bears signed Mike Glennon to a contract. And then you let him go. Because he wasn't performing that well. And now you got Mitch Trubisky, who I think should still be at Carolina. Because Carolina looked dead awful in the game against Cal. I mean, granted, they only lost by seven points. But Carolina's quarterback looks terrible. And I honestly believe Carolina is going to beat ECU this Saturday. Because ECU's quarterback threw 65 pass attempts. That is not going to be successful in college football. Do I think that Khalil Mack makes the Chicago Bears defense better? I may I think he I think he makes it a hell of a lot better. Do I think that makes the Bears a it gives them a different odd perspective on as far as representing the NFC in the Super Bowl? No. Because the Bears they they need some offensive weapons. They have some, but they don't have a whole lot. I'm not counting the Bears to to do a lot of damage in the NFC North. I think really when you look at the NFC North, it's going to come down between two teams, and it's going to be the Packers and the Vikings. And I and I say that because Aaron Rodgers' new mega deal that he signed over a week ago, that that right there making him the highest paid NFL quarterback in history, Aaron Rodgers greatly deserves that that type of paycheck. I just think that now. The Bears are, are they're, they're trying to compete with the Packers on a different level. You bring in a guy like Khalil Mack, who's been a first team all pro at the linebacker position before. This, to me, is. You got a lot, you got a lot riding on the, the Bears right now. The Bears have a lot riding on themselves going into the new season. But I'm looking forward to the Packers. They should win that division. They should win the NFC North. Anyone that is a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, I want to know what y'all's perspective is on the Le'Veon Bell holdout situation. Now, Le'Veon Bell stated, his agent also stated that he will not play because his agent wants to protect Le'Veon Bell's long-term value. I do think this is going to hurt Pittsburgh in the run game. But I do think the Pittsburgh Steelers would be just fine without Le'Veon Bell. you got a quarterback in Big Ben that can still perform. Now, granted, 
I think the Steelers, they might, you know, as I don't know how long Le'Veon Bell plans on holding out from playing. Now, granted, I do believe that Le'Veon Bell deserves to be paid at the running back position. And I know what Le'Veon Bell wants. He wants to be paid the highest player ever. Doesn't matter what position it is, he wants to be paid. I just think that hurts the the Steelers right now. And it hurts himself because if I was a GM or owner of an NFL team, I would not want to sign Le'Veon Bell if he's going to do this. Just like the whole Earl Thomas situation. Earl Thomas is now going to report. He he is now reported to the uh, Seahawks facility after a holdout throughout all of training camp. I, you know, that whole Earl Thomas situation with him, you know, going up to Cowboys owner Jerry Jones and saying that he wanted to play for them, but then, you know, realistically, the Dallas did not like what Seattle was going to give for Earl Thomas, and now Earl Thomas kind of threw some shade on on Instagram and on, on a post. You know, Earl Thomas is still going to be one of the best at his position, but the whole Legion of Doom is gone. I mean, Cam Chancellor is retired. Richard Sherman is on their rival team in San Francisco. So really, th- this this whole Seattle D, I- I- I'm skeptical on Seattle. I still think, you know, the, the that division, the NFC West, is going to come down between Seattle and I, I want to say San Francisco. I think Jimmy G is going to lead San Francisco possibly to a winning season. I don't think it it's going to be enough to get in into the playoffs. But I do think that Jimmy G is going to lead San Francisco to a winning season. Don't be surprised if the NFC West is a tight race in that division. I'm not I I I don't trust Arizona's ability I don't trust Sam Bradford just because Sam Bradford has had a history of health issues since he got into the league from Oklahoma. I I I want to say Seattle is going to win the division, but right now it's a toss-up. Even with the the NFL starting tonight, I still think it is a toss-up between the 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 Seahawks and the car and the 49ers in the NFC West. I also want to know your your guys' perspectives on what Jerry Jones had talked about uh, about a week and a half ago. Jerry Jones stated that he wants to see the NFL regular season move up to 18 games and have the preseason down to 2 to protect the the health of the players. Now I was talking to a couple people about this and hearing what they had to say and, and I and I had to I had to I had to agree on some points. When you if you're looking at potentially adding two more games onto the regular season and taking away two games in the preseason, knowing Roger Goodell, he's not gonna be happy about it because he is losing money and you 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 want to protect the player's health but adding just adding games into the regular season you're kind of 
risking the chances higher of having a, a player of yours injured just because you're you're extending the season and then you're extending the off season. So that 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 was a that was a tricky thing to 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 really hear and, and try to talk about just because I I never see the NFL doing that. I don't see Roger Goodell doing that as long as he's the commish. So it, it's very that 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 for Jerry Jones to say that Jerry Jones has always had an open mind kind of deal. I I don't know how well that's gonna go. I I don't think it's ever gonna happen, but who knows? The NFL is always trying to change things around on the players. I mean, the helmet rule is still confusing the heck out of players, and it's making a lot of players upset. Does it take away the game of the NFL? Does it take away the game of football? It might, but I can see why you want to protect your players. I can see why you want to to make the game safe. I can see, and I can see why these players are getting upset. I mean, you're getting paid all this all this money. You might as well put flags. You might as well be playing flag football. NFL East play 60. You might as well be playing some flag football at, 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 at that juncture. I just want to say congratulations to the Atlanta Braves' Ronald Acuna Jr. for now breaking, for now owning the most leadoff home runs in Atlanta Braves history with eight in his rookie season. And he is also, he was the... He became, he also did it in just 45 games. I and, and I tweeted this this morning. If Ronald Acuna does not win Rookie of the Year, something is wrong. Ronald Acuna should win Rookie of the Year. Now, granted, the Atlanta Braves, my Atlanta Braves, they made me mad yet again yesterday. They got swept by the MLB's best Boston Red Sox. They should have won yesterday's game. Freddie Freeman hit a home run in the bottom of the eighth inning, and then our bull our bullpen is kind of scaring me right now. I don't know if our bullpen could could last this month. I, and I said this: the Atlanta Braves probably have the toughest, probably have the toughest schedule in the month of September out of all the MLB teams. We still have a division lead over the Phillies. The Nationals are kind of out of it at this point, I think. But right now, the the Atlanta Braves are my Braves are scaring me because it, it doesn't seem like Atlanta can win a game right now. They've lost three, maybe four in a row. I know they've lost three in a row because they lost three in a row. If Atlanta wants to have any shot at doing any sort of relevance in the playoffs, they gotta their bullpen's got to get better. They got to get better. I hope you guys tune into tonight's game between the Atlanta Falcons and the Super Bowl defending champions Philadelphia Eagles as tonight kicks off the first official week of the NFL season. I am definitely going to be tuning into the game because I want to see Philadelphia I want to see Philly lose. So make sure you guys tune into that. I want to thank you guys for tuning in to the Let's Talk Sports podcast today. As always, I'm your host, Carl Miller, where we talk all things sports.